0: This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans, he has more than three kids.
1: Harmonious Gentlemen.
2: Well, the mics have been checked and we're ready to record Harmonious Gentlemen, the podcast that gets us talking civilly.
1: About topics that we're interested in. My name's Chris. I'm Tyler. I'm Graham. And I'm Peter. That's right. Hey, Peter's here. Oh, hey, Peter. Hey,
3: how's it going? This is a big deal, listeners. It's the first time we've opened our sort of harmonious uh, circle, if you will, to let another enter the circle. Um, And we're happy to have you, Peter.
0: Yeah, I feel quite honored. It's it's good. Yeah, you should be. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's true. This is new. Um, This is exciting. This makes it feel pretty official. Well, and I will Mm -hmm. say to
3: our listeners, we've one piece of feedback that's not always positive is we're kind of the same kind of people that host this thing. We're all white guys that are all teachers. So we thought the best way to get some diversity up in this podcast is to feature an American. Uh, And Peter, I I was reading on the internet, Wikipedia, you are
0: an American. Yes, I'm sadly an American. Okay. Yeah. Be proud. Yeah. Yeah. I should be. Hey man, there's some good stuff. Oh, Seattle's pretty cool. Oh yeah. That's a I've, I've only been to Seattle once, but yeah, that's yeah, a pretty cool Walt place. Walt Disney? Well, I've, I've never been to Disney. So, okay. So, yeah. working out well so far. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Great to have you. Great to have you. <laughs> it is good to have you. And we brought him on to talk because of our topic tonight we thought it would be really cool to have Peter's insight and uh, opinions uh, as well. Ty, what are we going to
1: talk about? Yeah, we brought Peter in because he's an expert in this field. Um, we said he's not a teacher, but he's an expert on film. And uh, specific, uh, specifically, Rotten Tomatoes reviews. So, we thought this would be a great topic to bring them in for. We're gonna talk about discernment um, of media. So, music, movies, what kinds of things are we watching, mm-hmm. listening to? What are we exposing ourselves to? Yeah. And is that all right? And do we think about it when and we're exposing we? ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, before we hit that topic, uh,
3: Peter, we do a thing around here called recommendations where we're going to recommend something to our listeners and each other. You guys got one?
1: I do. Yeah. And Peter, it has to be only Christian movies. Oh no, (laughs) I give up. It was was nice being on here. I'll
3: see you guys later. (laughs) If it's music, it has to be Toby Mac. Oh no. Or DC Todd. You guys are waiting. Oh, you're stealing all my recommendations. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's reset here guys. Recommendations. Hey guys, so sometimes we recommend things that I don't think you guys have tried, but this one I'm pretty sure that some of you or all of you have seen Daredevil season three on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I want to recommend it because number one, it just got canceled, which sucks. Yep. That's too bad. Um, but hi, and I really liked it. Um, one of the problems I have with those Marvel shows is they're kind of long, there's like so many episodes, yeah. And I feel like it just feels long, but this one I like the build a lot. So if you like really good stories and amazing action, and uh, a really awesome.
2: well-fleshed-out bad guy.
3: Yeah. Yes. Fisk is amazing. Both bad guys are actually quite good in that. So, yeah. And for yeah. all the Marvel geeks out there, let's hope that the actor who plays Daredevil can be in a Marvel movie or something one day. That'd be cool. I think
1: they could yeah. fit him in Avengers 4. They
3: could, yeah.
1: Cool. So Daredevil season three, check yeah. it out. All three seasons are quite good. Yeah, good recommendation. Um, I wasn't joking when I said you have to recommend something Christian. Um, I'm oh. going to recommend a book by a pastor, John Van Slotten. Um, he's from Calgary and he wrote a book called Metallica or the day Metallica came to church and it's about finding God in basically everything and redeeming creation because everything belongs to him. Tells a story about how Metallica almost came to a, um, a church service in Calgary, but didn't make it, Mm -hmm. but the, the sermon was interesting and they were interested in it and it was, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a good book. Nice. It ties in well to what our topic is today, too. So,
3: and we met we met that guy at a conference last yeah. year, right? He's a great yeah. guy. Nice guy.
2: Like yeah. loves like science talks in a Christian perspective, which I think is great. So
3: yeah, yeah. good
2: guy. His newer book is called Every Job a Parable, and yeah. I would recommend that too. It's it's great. Which yeah. isn't my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Mine is uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, the sequel to Hollywood Studios is or uh, Disney Studios is Wreck It Ralph. Mm-hmm. Disney's doing so many crazy things with all their studios, but one. That I love. Their animation studio keeps pumping out the hits after Zootopia. And those kind of ones. And Frozen's not my favorite. But if you like the internet and if you like a good buddy story, you're going to love Ralph Breaks the Internet. And Mm -hmm.
3: if you have a soul, the first one made you well up a little bit at the end. It did. A little bit. Yeah. Sorry, that's pretty judgmental.
2: You can totally have a soul (laughs) and not cry. (laughs) Um, But if you like Easter eggs and jokes and meta everything, they do a really great job. Cool. Great.
3: Thanks. So Peter, hmm. guest recommendation.
0: Yeah. Uh, mine's kind of like a hipster sort of recommendation. <laughs> like, uh, I was reading Walt Whitman the other day. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, uh, he has a, uh, a book, A uh, leaves of grass. And in that book, it's a book of poems and there's a poem song of myself. And it's, it's like 20 pages. You can read it in one sitting and it's, a uh, one of my favorite poems I've, Red and that would pair perfectly with a blind man Icarus Stout. Oh yeah, Yeah. nice pairing. Yeah, and you know what would make it even better (laughs) is if you drank an Icarus Stout while reading this poem while listening to like a record on yeah like some sort of vinyl like uh, maybe an Arcade Fire record like just oh wow that sort of setting. We should just stop. So it's like taking over the recommendation Uh, segment here. Oh man. So Arcade Fire, Walt Whitman. Yeah, probably their Suburbs though. album. That's my favorite. Awesome. So I had like three recommendations there. So I'm sorry about That's that. That's
3: okay. You got to make up for the lost time. Thanks, Peter. Nice work. All right. So, topic uh, discernment of media. Is that a good topic? We'll, sure. we'll make a better title later than that. But discernment of media. Yeah. All right. Little break here. <laughs>
1: So today at school, I was talking to um, some grade 10 students and we were talking about Netflix and just shows that we like. And it came up that we, a few of us like Punisher, um, a Netflix, um, a Marvel series on Netflix. And then afterwards, after that conversation, we were talking about how, just how violent some of the scenes in that that show were. Um, and I, yeah. and Graham, we were talking about in the office, how you, you stopped watching it. Yeah. And I, but I continued right on through, right? So we were talking about, I guess it brought up like, where is our line? Like what's, what kind of violence is in, would we, where's our line for stopping with that stuff? Right. Clearly Punisher smashing someone's face in and gouging his eyes to the back of his skull didn't deter me, but. That wasn't your line. That wasn't my (laughs) line. No. (laughs) Right. And I, but I won't watch it again, but I powered through it. So I don't yeah what do you guys did think? You, do you have stories when you were like watching that? it? Did you consider turning it off at any point? did you sort well, of I think was, about that I felt like by by that point I was pot committed like I was so into the the show and there's a lot of redeeming qualities of the show um yeah. where for me it was How i guess long? it was worth it at yeah, that yeah. point no, I know. right because there are we don't need to spend the whole episode talking about that show, but there it was had some cool points about p t s d and the characters were really well developed and mm-hmm. Yeah, was,
2: So you're kind of, there's a trade-off for you where if the right. story is good enough, you'll put up with a certain amount of whatever that is, violence or right. I swearing. Didn't, I or, didn't enjoy those parts. Right. But you accept it as part of the story. Right. I wonder, like, I think I'm more apt to do that in, let's say, a war movie. So if there's a lot of swearing, it's kind of like, oh, that makes sense. In context, this is probably what it's like. Right. And maybe in a different context, I'd think, oh, that's too much. And maybe I would shut it off. In a war movie, it makes sense that they write the script like that i don't know right i always
3: justify it if, if i'm struggling with the content i always think like well that yeah it fits the world it helps tell the story it helps characters that's part of why it's good but then i'm thinking like does it have to be as viscerally as visceral as that show is like right. do you need to see and i guess i always come back to breaking bad as like the best mm-hmm. show ever that show was had its moments but it wasn't like crazy violence all the time and it wasn't swearing all the time so do you need all that i guess i don't know
1: Speaking of Breaking Bad, what's your take, Peter, on Breaking Bad?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of these days I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. 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 I'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, to, to go along with that, I think the thing I struggle with isn't so much violence itself. I think it's when it's stylized. Uh, so if it's like realistic violence, uh, um, I yeah, I can go along with that. If it's like a war movie and they're trying to be as realistic as possible, but like, uh, I always struggle with uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. Like I, like I really enjoy his directing style, but they're like it's all stylized violence with mm-hmm. blood splattering and like. Yeah. And uh, is that bears. because you think it's a glorification of the violence? <laughs> yeah, like I, I think it makes uh, violence almost a meaningless thing. Like it's uh, um, there's no really real consequences to violence when there's uh, uh, when it's just an artistic form okay to it
3: right so like I, I think a movie like saving private ryan which was like some of the harshest like bloody gore i've ever seen in the movie but there was it was realistic and it told the story and it was and it meant to um and maybe you kind of feel sick but probably you know it, sh- it should have right
2: but I, I guess like do we need to see that right like and that's one of my favorite movies did i need to see that like right. does it did i know war was terrible before yep
0: um
2: I, I know that's a great question. I, to, I think one movie wrestle. where it
0: maybe works, and I'm trying to remember the name of it, but the Mel Gibson movie with uh, Andrew Garfield, X-Ridge. Yeah. yeah, like uh, that. That movie worked out perfectly, I think, with all the violence that it had because he was a conscientious objector. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, so you saw the extremes that he went through with the violence, like it helped out the storyline essentially. And I think that's kind of essential. If there is violence does actually help out the story. But there's times for me
3: where the show, um, I don't think the violence or other content is necessary for the story, but the story is still so good. I want, I'll push through. Yeah. Like um, I look at like game of Thrones as an example of that kind of thing where I love the story, love the books the early episodes are just full of you know all kinds of nudity and violence and stuff, but and, and even though there's times I'm like, man, this is unnecessary um how you used to always yell at the TV like we know what a brothel is, like we know what they are, you don't have to keep showing us you know like that kind of thing, but the story was so good that I pushed through, but I still wonder, and that's the question like is it worth it like do I yeah. need to you know what's the cost of what's the cost pushing right. through and I told a story to you guys earlier where um my mom uh, was visiting and she saw the the blue rays of Game of Thrones, and I don't think she was too happy about that, right, and I was a little embarrassed, but you know it's trying to explain to her like it's it, it's in context of the show but i mean you ever like argue something but you don't really know if you're right about it like yeah yeah that's how i felt
2: well and violence is kind of the one that i'm willing to accept and a lot of the shows i watch i guess have that in there but there's other content troubles that i might be more critical of like sexuality or spirituality if it gets really haunted or spooky i easily turn that off like i have i won't right. put up
1: with that at all but other people would use the same argument that i'm using i guess for violence Mm -hmm. And to bring this back to, to talking to students and even our own kids, like sometimes I feel hypocritical talking to them about, um, discerning and, and thinking, I'll, I'll say things like, well, would, what would you do if your, your mom walked into the room and you were watching that or like, um, with music, like sometimes I'll, I'll incorporate lyrics in a, a unit about poetry or something and kids will ask what's, well, what kind of songs can we use? And I, I give them some guidelines, pretty loose guidelines, but do I have those guidelines for myself? Um, usually yeah. not. Like I, it's, I feel pretty hypocritical sometimes.
3: Ty, I picture when you drive to work in the morning, you're like the guy from Office Space at the beginning. That's kind of what I picture you <laughs> at every morning. It's actually pretty, pretty yeah. close. <laughs> you roll the window up and, you know. Yeah. yeah.
2: And don't parents have an uncanny knack of walking in right when that 10 second sex oh, scene my starts? Goodness. Like I it know. just yeah. happens every time. That's those are the most mortifying moments as a kid when that scene comes
3: on a movie and your parents. <laughs> what do are are you like, guys right? watch? You just can't.
2: It's, like, it's a PG movie that you rented for me. I don't, I
3: don't I like, know. Like this is the only scene. Like seriously, this. Titanic is three hours long,
2: and you know they're coming down during the painting a, scene. Like you just know it. Oh, 30 second nudie scene, yeah. These are things that I know that we've, we've thought a lot about, just um, what should we watch? What can we recommend? What sort of things should we pay for and, you know, um, give our money to and our time to? I think those are really good questions to keep asking ourselves. And I think from a perspective of, you know, as a Christian, should I be involved in these things? There's different ways to look at it, too. But one thing that I think Christian art can do is look at our current state. Like, what is the, the state of people where are we at? We're fallen, and and sometimes just reflecting that in art, in movies, and in books, and music. That that's a Christian thing too. Stories of redemption and restoration. It doesn't have to be a, um, you know, a gospel message all the time to be a Christian film, in my opinion. But mm-hmm.
1: um, sometimes those conversations can get a little tricky with people, especially kids. Yeah, I, today in that situation, I I felt it out and like. He had already seen it, so I I brought up like the violence and how it bugged me, and but not in a judgmental way, like mm-hmm. that he should feel guilty for watching it or anything. Um, the the bigger thing, like I think back to when when I was a teenager and my parents were, uh, I guess censoring the media that I was that I was exposed to. I, I just like have a clear memory of them finding Red Hot Chili Peppers' Californication. <laughs> yeah it's and oh man you're young i had the, <laughs> <Yeah>. the blood <laughs> sugar sex magic yeah over there? blood sugar sex yeah. magic and and then just i think they handled it really well like it's ingrained in my my head but as kind of a i remember being kind of annoyed that i like because i had bought it myself it was one of the first like secular cds i bought and then they they had a conversation with me about why they didn't think i should be listening to it and then mm-hmm. i remember kind of seeing like agreeing with them and then like breaking the cd and throwing it away and um and then burning it for my friend like a year later but right yeah um but i appreciated that conversation and i hope that i am able to have those conversations too it's just really hard to know when and what like like nowadays you you would listen to it oh S- yeah something's changed your maturity yeah, and and even my parents too like a year later i'm sure they were aware i was listening to it again. Like right. it's just, yeah. How do you know when those, what those lines are and when to enforce them?
0: Peter was media censored for you growing up? Oh yeah. Well movies, movies a little bit, but I wasn't like a child that like broke the rules. So I never mm-hmm. like, uh, watched like, uh, a lot of horrible movies or I didn't listen to non-Christian music. But the thing that was really censored for me were the Harry Potter books. Like I remember Mm
3: -hmm.
0: when they first came out and I read the, uh, the first one and then like, uh, waited, uh, um, I think it was a year for the second one, read that and then like got really controversial in evangelical circles and I wasn't allowed to read anymore. So like, I actually didn't read the series until, um, my first summer in Alberta. Um, and then I probably read it like um, well, well over thirty times since then, but it's wow, uh, wow! It's <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's uh, like a recommendation my, here, yeah. Uh, it's like one of my favorite book series, but yeah, like was that? Um, like I guess in some ways I understand the the concerns that uh, uh churches and uh, families had about those books, like is this uh, introducing kids to to magic and witchcraft and that sort of thing? But um, there's the the storyline. Um, is much deeper than like the magic that's within those books. And actually like the magic in those books is more like, I don't know, science. Uh, It's reacts in more of like a scientific way. So it's, but yeah, like, do I recommend those books? Like I've, I've used Harry Potter examples in uh, sermons before, and um, some people have pushed back against that. And so Mm -hmm. like, so that's like one of those things, do I, Uh, Recommend this? Uh, How do I know who I should recommend this to? Because it could be uh, an issue for some people.
1: Yeah. Do do you ever get pushed back on your Narnia? No, I
0: never get pushed back on Narnia or Lord of the Rings, and and
1: similar magic and wizards. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. But those are kind of the
2: series that Christians go, okay, we're okay with this. Like, I think there's a bit of a line there.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the authors are Christians though. People right. forget that JK Rowling is a Christian sure. too. So it's, and there's uh, a lot of yeah. Christian imagery in her books. Yeah. Of course, especially yeah. in the, the last, oh, the man. last one, especially yeah. tons of Christian. So do um, you think though, that there's a process of desensitizing
2: where there were things when you were young that would have offended you or scared you or, disgusted you that now you're like oh yeah i, I watch yeah. that stuff now or i listen mm-hmm. to that or read that for sure violence for me like
3: yeah.
1: i've I become desensitized for sure
3: i've played uh, video games for a lot of years i think i feel kind of awkward sometimes around like friends because not many guys i hang out with now play too many games but i still play video games and i sometimes I play games where like you can do things that are pretty like violent if you choose to. And I always justify it. Like, well, I don't do those things in those games. Like I, I I'm play, redeeming. I'm buying the book here. Auto. Yeah. I'm going to fix. Yeah. Fix this world. Um, you know, but I do wonder sometimes like, what is that doing to me? Like, like those games, like has it done something? Has it affected me? Had played, was playing golden for four hours every day after school, shooting guys in the face, you know, yeah. as pixelated as those graphics look, did that do something to my brain? Um, I don't really
2: think so, but maybe. You yeah. know. And sometimes um, the conversations you have with students or your own kids maybe resensitizes you. Yeah. Like, whoa, wait a second. I'm telling you you shouldn't. I better re look at what I'm spending my Well, time I'm trying on. to play as many
3: violent games as I can now before <laughs> Harvey gets old before, enough to pop into the Like gotta get some more Mario
0: games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah though mario kart is pretty violent too like That's i've true. gotten in many fights because of mario Kart. oh my goodness so. yeah so i'm careful with, with that be foul yeah. oh yeah yeah
3: So just in our conversations, we've been talking about what was banned in our households. You know, you had your Harry Potter, you had your chili peppers. I had to bring Rage Against the Machine back to the store. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) My mom didn't want us watching Bart Simpson. Um, Of course, it was called The Simpsons. But um, Chris, I I, I don't want to pick on you, but I feel like you probably weren't allowed to watch the most things. So we're going to do a little game here and we're going to call it. Was Chris allowed to watch this? and Chris you're just gonna
2: give us a show keep in mind I'm older so maybe you won't even have heard any of, any of these things because I'm watching them as an adult so that's it's a little yeah. different yeah everything I loved as a kid is back in fashion now true which okay. every movie that comes out I go because it's like oh yeah that's they're targeting me specifically like battleship all right so okay. throw at us, Chris and we'll sure. guess here we go he-man masters of the universe band I'll say band I'll say banned. It was banned. Only Jesus is the master of the universe. That's yes. right. How about Laverne yeah. and Shirley? That you were allowed. I was allowed. I don't know yeah. why because it was like <laughs> super yeah. mature content, not a kid show at all. Uh, Smurfs, allowed, banned. 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 Oh, Ooh. oh, sorry, Peter. I was you got you for that, that one it. too.
0: So okay, yeah. tell me why. What's wrong yeah. with Smurfs? Oh, like it's magical. Is Gargamel
3: yeah. like he's just too? He
2: was like a warlock or something, and
3: yeah, yeah. Plus, it's kind of weird. There's only one girl in the whole village.
1: Yeah. Like it's <laughs> communist, felt... right?
2: Papa Smurf, red yeah. hat. No, I don't think that had anything. A to A little it. bit of polygamy <laughs> um, anymore. Uh, oh yeah, um, the Ewok cartoon. Oh, well, I don't know, I really that, know that, but it sounds
1: amazing. It's it a, was.
2: That's it a deep was, cut, man. Yeah, on Saturday mornings, Ewoks came on, and then the show Droids was right after it. Wow! But the tagline for Ewoks was "Spirits of the Forest." Oh burned. man, we're not allowed to watch that. <laughs> show. It was banned.
3: <laughs> it was a big <laughs> band. Uh,
2: Stampede Wrestling
1: band.
3: Uh, I don't know. Stampede, the Hart Family,
2: Good Old Boys. You were allowed. Band. Oh. NHL Saturday Night.
3: Band no. with the Canucks were playing.
2: That would have been good parenting, but I was allowed. It didn't even matter who was on. I could watch it. Peter, you've talked about what was banned, but Harry Potter and nothing else really?
0: Well, there wasn't, my parents didn't always like put specific bans. We kind of knew like what they would be disappointed with. And we just kind of stuck with those guidelines. But I remember, uh, that, uh, um, The magic school bus was banned for a bit. (laughs) That wins. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) That is is so educational. Oh, I love that show. I still watch it because the word
2: magic was in the title.
0: Yeah. And well, and like, I think it's because it was a science show too. Like, uh, Hmm. um, what was that? It was like on the same channel as magic school bus. It was like an animal show. Like, uh, um, the talk, yeah, yeah, they talk about evolution quite a bit, and so that was oh, banned yeah. as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, yeah, I don't else. think Miss
1: Frizzle once went to church in that whole <laughs> show. She never had a dress with crosses on it,
3: no, yeah. she didn't. Yeah, basically <laughs> the everything else. Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so that's a new one, Peter. You've,
1: you've that's it, yeah, wow,
0: yeah, I've never heard of that. Well, being, that's exciting, yeah. What a moment. Yeah. My parents aren't near as strict anymore though. I feel like I should. Yeah.
1: Now, they yeah. let, now they let you watch what you want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> though they still have
0: issues with Harry Potter. They Hillary. bought him on the magic school bus fifty 50 CDs.
3: <laughs> I think we all could agree. We love our parents and I think they oh. meant well for sure. Like I'm not making fun
1: at all. No, um, mine were a good healthy yeah. conscience for me. Totally. I loved it when my dad let me watch wrestling when my mom wasn't home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, um, if confession. you guys want, if you're listening to this, if you
3: want to send us maybe something you weren't allowed to, to watch or listen to, and you think it's unique, Uh, send it our way we'd love to read some of your examples um see if you can top the magic school bus i think that's (laughs) (laughs) like maybe you weren't allowed to watch veggie tales because uh, you know i don't know vegetables
2: are offensive who who knows like there's got to be something out there yeah you know well i want i do have one question maybe leading from what we just talked about would there be things that you would say this is the line i would draw for my kids yeah like present day. Do you trust like the movie ratings?
1: Like if it's G, are you cool with your kid watching it no matter what? Like your three-year-old. We Herschel. just tried that. Like we, we were looking for a movie to watch with our whole family and I had picked one that, or we had a few that we were looking through and one, one was PG and we were like, uh, let's pick one that's G. And then the one that was G had, it like gave our kids nightmares and there was like gun violence and oh. it was... It was kind of strange. In so now, general,
2: I felt like in the 80s you could trust it. A PG movie was going to have, you are going to see some boobs, and there was going to be one F word.
1: In a PG? Yeah, wow. I think. All and right. now, well, yeah. I don't know. Most I, Disney movies and stuff are PG now, or Pixar oh. or whatever. Like maybe, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of 14. 14.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember no. how they killed Ursula in Little Mermaid? Like the giant oh, yeah. spirit of the stomach? Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. yeah. And also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're probably thinking like PG, uh, because back in the day, like... uh Um, There was like really no like middle ground between like PG and R uh, rating. Yeah, maybe that's right. I think there's the the
1: American ratings versus the Canadian. Oh, that's true too. Because I remember the matrix. I remember arguing for it um, because there was two ratings on the back, 14A and PG. And I argued using the PG. I'm like, it's only PG. Oh, I see. But that must have been the American. And then
0: 14A was like the in-between. For Canadian, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I, I might be wrong about that. But I remember watching uh Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and that was probably PG. PG. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, got in trouble for that one.
3: I I remember being a kid and like the fact that I'd seen an R movie was like a really big deal with my friends. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, well, oh, I see two R movies. Yeah, well, I've seen four. <laughs>
0: oh, that guy's seen four R movies. You know, I I think the bigger thing though isn't really so much the rating of the movie. Is like like every movie has some sort of like message yeah. or content like, uh, that, like, I think that I, I see ideas as more dangerous as, uh, mm-hmm. um, like violence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could be a G rated movie and like offering a perspective on life that could be quite dangerous. And yeah. That's so, a really good point.
1: Yeah.
2: Like the circle of life. <laughs> In
0: Lion King Oh G.
2: boy Don't get me started
3: Listeners Sorry, send us Your most offensive G-rated movies uh, To harmoniousgentleman At gmail.com That would be An interesting uh,
0: Challenge Harry Potter What's that rated Those movies I'm gonna guess PG, PG But I think PG At first And PG-13 Later on
3: Have you guys seen All seven or eight Movies I mean yeah. Unfortunately Some okay, of them are Okay, On stinkers. the count of three You're gonna say Your favorite one. Okay, oh, easy one, two. Three. You have Is that number three?
0: Yeah. Oh, then we're all. Good. What was your... I tried
1: to be different. I said seven. Oh, really? I, knew, yeah. I knew. what you guys were going <laughs> to say. <laughs> we're so harmonious well, well, It's Tyler. the best book, and it's. Well, the best. Yeah, I should it's best. have said it would have been perfect.
0: Lupin him. is my favorite character. So. Nice. Oh. Yeah.
3: Well, in the movies, Gary Lupin. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
3: All right. Here's a little song jingle for y'all.
1: and welcome to a new segment called Rotten Tomatoes with Peter. It's a new game show hosted on um, our podcast, I gotta record Harmonious Gentlemen, <laughs> where we, the Harmonious Gentlemen, challenge Peter to identify the score on Rotten Tomatoes for some of our favorite movies. Now, to I mean, be fair, this isn't the
2: first time we've done this. No, mm-hmm. we've had
1: conversations with Peter, and we know
0: he's pretty good at this. It's actually kind of sad. Yeah. yeah it's a little sad, but let's, let's cool. keep up. But with, within five points, I won't get it like exactly. Yeah. Well, I've got some hard ones for you. Okay. So oh, no. We'll see. Just,
3: just real quick. You need to trust us that he is not looking at a phone. Like we have our phones. We are testing him. But trust us, uh, listeners, uh, He is. we are not cheating yeah, here. And he doesn't know what we're going to throw at him here. No, he doesn't. Um, I'll start. Yeah. Peter, your first movie, Rotten Tomato score. What did Shrek 2 get?
0: <laughs> oh man the first one was in the 90s uh i'm thinking uh, if i had to guess i'm thinking the second one was probably in
1: 88
2: or
0: 89 okay this is <laughs> he's
3: way
2: off it's actually 89 that's crazy that is ridiculous okay like... so too easy i'm gonna go with a mel gibson directed period piece called apocalypto Ooh. I don't know if you've seen it, but it is it's an amazing film.
0: Yeah. Majorly over the top violent. I, how do you think it did? Uh I, I've never seen it. I remember it coming out like right after the Passion of the Christ. Um, if I had to guess, I would say uh upper sixties, so 68 71. sixty eight or seventy one. Let's go with sixty six. Sixty six. And I actually thought it would have a way higher rating
1: because it's a beautifully made <laughs> movie. All right, I Tyler, like gonna stump man. Okay, well, I was gonna go with the Matrix, but I'm gonna make it a little harder, I think, and go with the
0: Matrix Revolutions. Was that? The, oh, was that the second or the third one? That was the it's, second one, right? It's the third. It was the third. Okay, that's gonna be like a 40 percent, or something like that. That was a pretty crappy movie.
1: Uh here. 35%. Oh, <laughs> oh man.
0: Just,
2: this is
3: guys, weird. I'm laughing.
2: I just can't handle this. Okay. I'm going to. And lo- totally legit. He does not have. We have our phones in front of
3: he us. can't He's, see this. He is um, okay, calculating. Let's go Return of the King. Lord of the
0: Rings. Oh. Beautiful. Okay. So the Return of the King was, I think, a 94. The Two Towers was a 96. And Fellowship of the Ring was a 91.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, it was 93. So you're Okay like, you were close. We'll oh, give you that okay, one.
0: Okay. Okay, I don't know if you've seen the movie Aeon
2: Flux, but it stars Charlize oh, no, Theron I oh, as gonna... a comic book character come to life. Kind of a spy in an alternate reality future.
0: I'm going to mess up on this one, probably. Um, I, uh, I remember very little of it. But because I probably don't remember a whole lot, and I think it came out in mid-2000s, I'm going to guess like a 45.
2: It's divided by five nine percent on the tomato oh, okay oh, see i'm not perfect yeah. i'm yep okay we'll
1: cut that that one. is <laughs> unbelievably low i didn't think yeah, it would be that low i was surprised the, when yeah. i saw the number Try last one yeah i'm i changed my mind on what i was gonna tell because i really i wanted to stump you because i didn't think you would get stumped there but
0: um it's the new robin hood Oh, that's this a is nine. not a movie I've seen. Or like. that's that's like a nine percent, eight or nine percent. Jamie Fox, Taryn Edgerton. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's sixteen percent. Oh, so you're just okay, outside you know, okay. the five percent. So, but, but you're in I the I ballpark. That you're in the one ballpark. Too. Yeah.
2: Okay. So. Uncannily close. Four out of six. That's amazing. That's impressive, yeah. Peter. Well
3: done. Very close yeah. one. And oh, yeah.
2: I
0: should be hired by Rotten Tomatoes. You should be. I don't know what you would do, but it you're would be an aggregate know. score <laughs> repeater. You just
3: saved them the time. Like just tell them what it should get, and you're yeah, good to go. go. Yeah.
2: People could just Google you saying what the rating is.
0: We watched uh, Wall-E the other day with our kid. What was Wall-E? Oh, that that was high up there. I would say probably 92.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. 95.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a hundred yeah. percent movie? Mary Toy Poppins. <laughs> really? The yes. yeah. oh. I think Toy Story Two or something was really high like that. Yeah, Toy it? Story yeah. Two Yeah, that was a hundred I think the first one was like a ninety nine or something like that. Like, Pixar oh, probably has a pretty good average. Except for the Cars movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some yeah. yeah. stuff. Yeah, those kind of Dinosaur broke one there. was pretty bad too. Yeah, well that was in the seventies, I think.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. You guys should check out Peter's podcast. It's called Rotten Tomatoes with Peter. Yeah. <laughs> he just sits and yells scores at you for 20 minutes. <laughs> and then talk
0: about my favorite movie director. It's a lot yeah. like this. And,
3: um, that was fun. So guys, you know what? This has been a good time. Uh, joy, happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, some all, serious all, moments. Some serious moments, but I think overall just a real good sense of, of uh, community. But I think we need to kind of delve into our, our darker selves. I think it's time to confess um, something from our lives uh, to each other. Um, uh, I know it's cathartic for me, and, I, and I'm
0: feeling I need it. It's been a while, so mm-hmm. shall we? Yeah, we You know how this works, Peter? Um, so you confess the sin to me, and then I forgive you? <laughs> <'cause>, uh... <laughs> okay, we're oh, tell no, that's th- horrible theology. Oh, Don't believe that. <laughs> we're going to tell them how this works, and we'll come back in a second.
2: <laughs>
3: Welcome to Confessions. Uh, we're going to start with our special guest, Peter. Um,
0: Peter, I just can't wait
3: um, to hear your confession tonight.
0: Yeah, that's th- this confession. I don't think will surprise anybody, but I'm kind okay. of embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. Even okay. though it's a good place every- to start, Peter. Yeah, yeah, even though everybody probably already assumes this. <clears throat> so I go to coffee shops way too often. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like not only do like all the workers at the multiple coffee shops that I go to know me by name. Uh but the other day I was uh uh at a coffee shop three times the same one in and, one day. And in one day. Yeah. I was meeting a couple people and they all picked this coffee shop and I know one of the workers there real well and the second time I walked in he took a double take. He's like, when are you in here this morning?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And then then when I came in the third time, he he just handed me the coffee and just didn't say anything. So <laughs> yeah, like, to me. So so that's He that's thought he a, was
2: living Groundhog Day. Out yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That that's that's probably a problem. I'm a little embarrassed. I probably shouldn't go to a coffee shop. But so it means often. you're meeting people. Yeah, that's that's true.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. But, you know, spread out the business, you know. Help out uh, Tim Hortons, the little guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Tim Hortons <laughs> is
0: the uh-oh, worst uh-oh, stuff. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. Here's okay, his real love, confession. I this episode is brought to you by Tim Hortons. I love uh, Canada, except I hate Tim Hortons. Oh, oh, okay. I do not oh, understand. Okay, is this my whoa, confession now? <laughs> this is the confession. Like, here we go. Like, okay, I, I'm going to be kicked out of Canada now. But <laughs> you might. I, just, I can't stand it. Well, good it. luck
2: getting your permanent residence. I, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. One of the questions. Okay, well, that went to a place I didn't think it
3: would. <laughs> that's real. That's raw. Um, that a real confession. I'm gonna thank you, Peter. By the way, um, you shouldn't be too embarrassed. It's not too bad. I mean, the yeah. Tim Hortons thing—that's a bit weird, but well, um, it's this
0: crappy coffee, though. Oh, Okay. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> my confession uh, sort of follows up from an earlier confession where I was watching uh, Japanese uh, pay-per-view wrestling in a mm-hmm. hotel in Camor while my wife was at a spa. This one, um, sometimes I listen to a podcast called The Lapsed Fan, and it's two guys that review old wrestling shows, and that's not that embarrassing because, you know, they're 80s, 90s shows. They're kind of, you know, part of my childhood, but... They're like four or five hours long. The podcast? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> sometimes they'll be part one and part Man, two. who's and hosting that? Data. It's just two guys. And they just talk wrestling for hours. And it is the perfect mindless. Wow. And they're funny. They do voices and characters. But like. Okay, when you say sometimes. You say sometimes I listen to Yeah, them. there'll be times where that's all I listen to for a week or two. <laughs> just them. Ooh. They've got wow. hundreds of episodes. What? So do they go like through an entire? They'll do different things. Event? So sometimes they'll do like all the WrestleManias in a row. So they'll mm-hmm. do thirty in a row or whatever. And they're or, reenacting them or
2: they're man. You know what? Just comment.
3: You guys should never listen to it. It's not. No, there's good. a huge it's, chance I never will. It's. Ter- it, they're not good. But they're. I just. I don't know, man. It's That's like, your thing. That's your yeah. Chance. It's like the ramen of podcasts. Wow. You know. I know it's not good for me, but I just can't stop. It's more
2: like the Jube Jube of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: No, they do all the backstory and, you know, wrestling, it's all—it's a carnival. So the characters are ridiculous and all the backstabbing. The whole thing is ridiculous, the whole industry.
2: But is it yeah. well known? Like, or is it no, they, I mean, recognized they, they,
3: they, or? No, they, they do Patreon. So they they make a few grand each, probably off uh, off donations. But They have like three supporters. Yeah, they got a few. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's my confession is that sometimes I'll go in laps fan mode and that's all I listen to. So shout out to the laps so fan. So if I said coin check, would you have a last fan? I would not. Oh, no. darn. But if you liked wrestling as a kid, you you might get a kick out of it. don't worry like Roman
2: Mars I'm still with you buddy I'll I'll go back to you eventually (laughs) but I'm I've got eight or ten episodes of four hour oh that's sweet Yeah. Um, yeah mine's a little I'm not that embarrassed about it but I didn't really even come to know about the need to confess this until I listened to our last podcast at During which um, Graham and Tyler were talking about Kurt Vonnegut, Mm. and I pretended Mm. like I knew who that was, and I had read (laughs) one or two of his books. And I think I even say something like, oh, yeah, yeah, North by Northwest or whatever. I don't even know the titles. but It's not that. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I... And um, what my confession is, I have heard the name Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> I've never read anything he's written and I totally lied about. You had me convinced. Uh, I'm like, that. there's my spirit, like my brother right there. He knows oh, me. Oh man, now I really should just uh, totally clear my. Okay. Name well, I'll, I'll you them. have books though, so you own them at your house? I have books. Uh, I know how to read. <laughs> but I've never read Kurt
1: Vonnegut. Brutal. Uh, that's an honest. Yeah, I've never been these more offended been at one of these things. things. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't so, know if I can so, trust you <laughs> anymore. Well, my, my confession, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little different. I I get, I go through phases where I get lots of haircuts, like yeah. a, where you get like a, I you can know, the, confirm, like the short haircut, like the short on the side, but long on top. Those are high maintenance haircuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're in there every month just to keep it looking okay. Yeah. I'm a little self-conscious of that, like spending a lot of money on haircuts. So what I've been doing lately is just slowly trimming pieces of my own hair. Like, mm-hmm. huh. So instead of going for a haircut, I'll be like, I'm going to work on the sideburns just really slowly, like this week, just take a little bit at a time so I don't make any big mistakes. Yeah. And are and you then, doing this like
2: with trimmers or
1: scissors? Scissors. scissors. Okay. And uh, yeah, so like I'm just slowly chipping away at my hair, trying to craft a nice new haircut without spending any money. So wow. Your confession is you cut your own hair. Slowly over, slowly. like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> what is your good question? Like, well, I don't that know you're it's a little at. bit embarrassing, like, my, well, that my, like I'm it's, it's kind of vain and it's kind of cheap and it's kind of, I don't yeah. know, maybe my
0: recommendation weird. is don't get a haircut. That's yeah, what I do. That's true. That's yeah. and yeah. it works, yeah.
3: Cool. So that's, I mean, I can't even tell. So good. Kudos no, it, to you. you, yeah. you good. I was, have good I was hair nervous.
0: You
1: guys were going to like say, well, that's <laughs> like, what <laughs> that explains <laughs> a lot <laughs> of things. next time. Okay. Another one is I've had to start like cutting my nose hairs to oh, well. well, Welcome to the club, happened, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow.
3: And, uh, and there's just delightful to hear those. Thank you guys. Um, Chris, you're forgiven. All is forgiven. Okay, it's thank fine. You. Yeah. Vonnegut, I've read the other books you've mentioned. He would have appreciated For that, real. I think. gets. So I think you're good to go. Is Has he's anyone still alive read a book in this room? He... Anybody?
1: Yeah, I have. Okay, tell yeah, me. I was telling the truth. Why? Yeah, okay.
2: All right, guys, so
3: let's
1: uh,
2: <laughs> take a little breath here and wrap it up.
1: You're gonna trust the guy who cuts
2: his own hair? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that's that's pretty much our conversation about discernment. But Peter, you said something earlier about how kind of theme trumps uh, violence or language or um, even sexual content. Do you want to just retalk? I thought that was a really good point. I think we should just wrap it up with kind of a recap.
0: Yeah. Like I've, I can't remember uh, who I've heard say this, but uh, somebody described it, movies and music as sort of catechism. Like, you're being instructed by the movie or the music that you're listening to, and it's kind of, it's essentially, um, it's essentially forming your your thoughts and your actions, and so the message of the media that you're taking in uh, actually transforms you like a catechism class would. It teaches you something. So so essentially movies and media are not neutral things. They're not just entertainment. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. That kind of puts pressure on what you choose to consume then. Yeah. Doesn't it, it, it should, right? Right. You can't say it's a good a good movie just because it has no swearing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, yeah.
0: Right. And also right. the way like I approach when I see it that way, like I read like opinions or watch movies of opinions different than me um i i just have to make sure i turn on my thinking brain i guess like what is this movie trying to teach me so Mm -hmm. i focus more on on that what is the message that's behind this and cool that's mm -hmm. good that's a good reminder We,
2: we want to continue the conversation. So if there are things in here that you've heard and, or you want to push back on or add to the conversation, we'd love to hear your feedback. Mm -hmm. Uh, one way you can do that is through our Gmail account, harmonious gentleman at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. It tends to happen that we always kind of want to keep going, right?
3: Like there's always more to talk about. And, and so we'll continue the conversation and, uh. We noticed that our sports episode wasn't uh, the most popular episode ever, but we we gave it a shot. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, continue to let us know what you guys want us to talk about. And uh, thank you for listening. And Peter, I want to say thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah,
0: Yeah, thanks for inviting me. It was a lot of fun. Good to have a
2: target for the cat.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: The the cat didn't attack me, though. It's been sitting behind me the entire time. He's almost like a barrier for us, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Buffer zone.
3: All right, so we will... uh, Yeah, we'll be... Talking to you guys again soon. Thanks, you guys.
0: That was good. Thank you.
3: Good
1: chat. We'll see you next time. Let's go watch some uh, Magic School Bus. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Kyle, you don't have anything you want to add, do you? We're all good to go.
1: Well, I guess, like with the haircut thing, I actually sneak in. Like when my wife is sleeping, I slowly trim her hair. (laughs) That's the the honest truth.
2: Oh, man. We'll see you next time. She hasn't paid for haircut in years.